Advertising your business with GCN is simple, effective, and more affordable than you might think. Visit advertise.gcnlive.com for more info. Take your business to the next level. This is Stadium to Boardroom. Listen in as top athletes tell their stories on how they developed into successful entrepreneurs and business leaders. They reveal their own aha moment of transformation from the stadium to the boardroom. Hi, I'm Robert Reese. And I'm Lynn Green. And welcome, America, to Stadium to Boardroom. This is the one show where we interview top athletes who have turned their career into becoming top business people. You are going to learn the secrets of that. And our guest today is Dara Torres. How are you, Dara? I'm doing well. Thanks for having me on. And and Dara, as many of you know, she's actually, I believe, the single most decorated U.S. female Olympic athlete of all time. The only one I've ever heard of who's been in five different Olympic settings and, and has, I think, 12 medals, but then has done tremendous work in the business and entrepreneurial settings. And she's going to tell you about the challenges that she went through in building that. So first, let's start talking through, um, give us an answer. Would you say, are there any tie-ins between success in sports and success in business or not? And I know you started at 15 and until 41, you were in the Olympics. Yeah. Yeah. You know, uh, you really do learn a lot in sports. And when you're that young and you go, my first Olympics, I was 17 years old. And you can't really appreciate because you're so young, like your surroundings and what's happening. And you don't really realize what you're learning through athletics actually at some point will pay off in your life. And I feel like in athletics, you learn about hard work, you learn about sacrifice, dedication, time management, and all of those things that while you're, you know, trudging away doing, you know, your, your, for me two you know, swim workouts a day, weight training, running, like all that stuff. In addition to, you know, all the schoolwork you have to do, you learn how to sort of management and manage it. And I feel like that really, the, the, what you learn through athletics really trickles out into other aspects of your life. What kept you motivated to train and improve your skills from age you know, 15 to 41. That's a long period of time to stay motivated. And yet that kind of motivation is what entrepreneurs have because people say to them, aren't you going to retire after your first million? And they say, no, we're going to keep on going. But that to me is an important intangible. Can I ask you about that? Yeah, you know, actually, I started swimming when I was seven, so it's a little longer than than that. But uh, <laughs> my first world record was at fifteen, so I think that's uh, you know. So I've 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 been doing it since a very very young age, and I feel like you know, for me, it's goal setting and. Um, I wanted to make an Olympic team. When I broke my first world record at 15, it was like, that's it. I want to go to the Olympic Games. Because if you think about it, the Olympic Games are for in the, in the amateur athletics world, it's the biggest event in the world that happens every four years when the top athletes from every country is going to be there. And so um, that was my goal. And once you attain a goal, it's like, okay, you want more. And, and you know, and it's hard because – 
you know, it's not easy to do that. And there are times when I got frustrated with the sport. I retired because I thought I was too old. I uh, took off for many years, came back and then retired again and then came back. And I think I just really had such a love for the sport that I decided to, you know, keep going. But each time I went to the Olympics, there was a new challenge. Like my first one was like, okay, I'm young. You know, I'm 17. All us 17 year olds can say they've been in the Olympic Games. Then the next one, um, you know, I was in college. I wanted to go to another one. The third one, I had retired for a year. I came back. I was 25 back in 92. You don't normally see back then kids out of college competing in the Olympic Games because there's not a lot of money in the sport of swimming. Then I took off seven years, came back in 2000. I wanted to do that because I was 33 and you can't, you know, it'd be my fourth Olympics. And oh my gosh, a 33-year-old going to the Olympic Games. And then the last one I went to in 08, I had a child. I'm like, oh, well, I've had a child and, um, you know, uh, not many people could say they've had a kid and come back and swim in the Olympics two years later as, as a woman. So there were always challenges for me. And <laughs> thank you. There were always challenges for me. And it, and it that's what kind of kept me going is, is the challenges and the goals. So when you're talking about challenges and each Olympic was a new challenge, we've already spoken and you had enormous challenges going into first public speaking, coming out. And here you are, this Olympian, but you were you were doing bottom level, like at everything. And, you know, talk, talk about what that was like, what those challenges were, including public speaking and what you learned about facing those challenges? Two of my main joys post-swimming were journalism and public, and are journalism and public speaking. And uh, as far as journalism goes, I went to the University of Florida. Uh, one of the reasons why I wanted to go there is they have a really good journalism school there. And there you could do, and this remember, this is back in the mid-80s, you can do... Um, you, you get the experience because they had a radio station there just for the school. And so you couldn't graduate unless you went through the different parts of the journalism school, learning the skills. Uh, first thing was I had to intern. So I went to NBC sports intern and to CNN to see if I wanted to get into the written part of journalism, but I realized I don't want, I didn't want to after, I mean, I liked my internship, but I didn't want to after that. And then, um, I became a runner at Wimbledon and I was getting coffee for Dick Emberg and Bob Costas and running around center court and all doing all these, you know, things that, that runners have to do. And then I ended up getting a job at NBC as a production assistant, a PA. And I actually was when, when they had the NFL show and OJ Simpson was on it and Bob Costas, um, they had me sit behind Bob Costas and it was before they had digital stuff. And I had, to, I was like the Vanna White of the NFL and I had to stand up and go and turn the scores when different uh, NFL teams would score. So I had to get up behind Bob, walk over to the scoreboard, turn the numbers and go sit down behind him. So I definitely started like from the bottom and sort of worked my way up. And um, I tried to get on to do some television at local news stations in New York, not in New York City, but like Massapequa or, you know, smaller little areas. Um, and then honestly, what happened was I got asked to do the Sports Illustrated Swimsuit issue. And when that, that happened, uh, ESPN came calling and I started doing some work for them. So I started off small, but, and, you know, did sort of the grunt work with being an intern and a runner and all that stuff. And then, you know, a door opened because of my background with swimming and, and doing some modeling. But the public speaking, you know, that's something I never wanted to do. And you would think that athletes, 
because we're interviewed all the time, uh, would be very easy for us to go stand on a podium and just talk. And it is very, for me, it was very unnerving. Um, I don't like people staring at me, at least when you're in front of a camera and you're doing TV, it's just a lens and that's it. Not hundreds of people or thousands of people, you know, staring at you while you're speaking. And so I kind of felt like Al Brooks in the uh, movie broadcast news when he never did on air and he got put on air and was just profusely sweating and was just a wreck. And I remember I'd go up, I'd have my whole speech written and I'd try to memorize it. And um, I get up in front of an audience and it really sounded like I was reading off a piece of paper because I was. And I realized that people were disinterested in what I was saying because I wasn't connecting with them. And then one day I went back out to California where I grew up in LA and went to my old high school, which was an all girls private school at the time, but uh, they combined with a boys school and the headmaster there asked me if I would speak. And I said, I don't have anything prepared. Like I can't do that. He's like, just go up and tell some stories. You'll be fine. And so I went up there and these are, you know, high school kids, teenagers. And I get up on the stage and I just start talking and start telling stories from the Olympics and just stuff that I thought that they would be uh, interested in. And they were like mesmerized. Like they were just watching my every word. No one was on their phones. I was like, ah, okay, this is how you do it. You tell stories. Okay. We both have had some success okay in writing books okay, what motivated you to take that and there's a lot of time and energy that goes in to to doing books and i kind of thought i was doing it because i was conveying some messages that would help people but what specifically as far as your case I had no intentions of writing a book. Like it wasn't something that I wanted to do. Um, Harper Collins had reached out to, um, to my agent and some other agencies did. Uh, and when that happened, um, I was like, well, I don't know if I have the time to do this. I have a toddler at home, you know, and as I was trying to think if I wanted to do this, I was taking time to think about it. People would come up to me and tell me how they love my story and, you know, start asking me questions. And then I finally realized, like, maybe I should write a memoir. And so... I worked with a ghostwriter and, um, you know, we did hours and hours and hours of interviews. Uh, She really captured my voice and really helped me put it together on to paper. Um, I decided to do another one because a lot of people started coming up to me and say, how do your abs look like that? How are you so in shape? Like, you know, and I thought, you know, it would be really fun to write a book um, that had to do with fitness and health. And so I wrote a book called Gold Medal Fitness, and that did pretty decent too. So, but then after doing that, I'm like, okay, I'm done with books. (laughs) Just, you know, it was like another challenge. I did it on to the next thing for me. (laughs) Which is great. We're about to take a commercial break. When we come back, you're going to hear more from Dara Torres. Back in a few. Are you paying too much for term life insurance? There's a tremendous price war among the major term life companies. Rates have dropped dramatically in the past few years. For example, a man age 45 non-tobacco user. $1 million of coverage is only $75 per month, level for the next 10 years. Or a man age 50 non-tobacco user can buy a half million dollars of coverage for a monthly premium of only $110. Guaranteed not to change for the next 20 years. That's right, level rates for 20 years. And if you're a 
smoker, we have great rates for you as well. At the Term Lifeline, we specialize in policies of a half million dollars and above. So if you're looking for new or replacement term life insurance, call right now for a free quote. Rates and availability may vary by state. Sample rate quotes are based on preferred not tobacco underwriting exam required to qualify. 800 430 1891. 800 1891. And that's why so many folks are preparing. They're becoming more self-reliant by investing in emergency food storage from My Patriot Supply. My Patriot Supply is the nation's largest emergency preparedness company, and they make it easy for you to prepare. Go to MyPatriotSupply.com and secure some emergency food kits. There's a dozen to choose from that contain tasty breakfasts, lunches, and dinners, averaging 2,000 calories per day. Get at least one food kit for each family member. My Patriot Supply also sells large solar generators, gravity-powered water filtration systems, heirloom seeds for your garden, and survival gear. Order by 3 p.m. and your items will ship that same day. Time is short. Prepare today. Go to MyPatriotSupply.com. MyPatriotSupply.com. Hi, this is Dr. Joel Wallach, the Mineral Doctor. You've heard me talk about 90 for Life for years. 60 minerals, 16 vitamins, 12 amino acids, 2 fatty acids. You may not know this, that I've actually designed Arthur decks for animals. That's right. Your pets need 90 for Life, too. Get this essential pet product by calling 877-279-9422. That's 877-279-9422. Again, 877-279-9422. Wellness and self-care doesn't have to be complicated. So keep it simple and take good care of yourself with Sunny Bay Heating Pads. Our heating pads soothe pains in the neck, back, and shoulders while relaxing muscles and increasing blood circulation. Sunny Bay heating pads have always been made in the USA and hand-filled to perfection with the highest quality materials. Sunny Bay heating pads are the perfect wellness gift for loved ones or yourself. See all of our high-quality products at sunny-bay.com, including heated body pads, neck pillows, heated neck and body wraps, and our stress-reducing lavender line. They're all affordable, durable, and in stock now and ready for immediate shipping direct from sunny-bay.com. Read our trusted, authentic, and real reviews at sunny-bay.com or just search for Sunny Bay Heating Pad. To your good health and wellness from Sunny Bay. Complement your health with hemp-derived cannabinoid oil. We've always believed that the closer to Earth, the better it is for our bodies. Our hemp-derived cannabinoid oil is phytocannabinoid-rich, full-spectrum, and organically grown. Finally, hemp made easy, clean, and effective. GCNHemp.com or call 877-878-4203. That's right, we cut through the red tape. It's now available at GCNHemp.com or call 877-878-4203. Hi, this is Robert Reese and Len Green on Stadium to Boardroom Show. 
where we interview the top athletes who then became top business people. And there's so much we could talk about on your business side. But one thing really interesting is is when you did the DVDs. And I think they were, you know, with Billy Blanks, they were like the all-time selling best DVDs. What was the secret in the success? Because everyone wants to know about Martin. You know, um, so... That got brought up to me. My agent had brought up to me that there was a guy named Billy Blanks and he does this Tybo stuff and it's a really popular workout. And I love fitness. I love working out. Um, and I'm, but all I could keep thinking about was that guy, Tony Little, who would like scream into the TV, like mm-hmm. doing the, you know, infomercials. And I just like, that wasn't me. And I, and that's all that was like stuck in my head. So when I got asked to do it, I'm like, I don't want to do this. And they, they said, well, let's just, we'll fly you out to California because I was living in New York at the time. We'll fly out to California and you'll take a class. And then, um, you know, you can decide and meet Billy and his team and stuff and see if you want to host these infomercials. So um, I was like, okay. So they flew me out and I actually went for like a six mile run. So I'm thinking how hard can these, you know, workouts be? Went for a six mile run and went, went over to a studio at like 11 o'clock. And literally as I was walking in, all, the windows were just drenched with perspiration coming down and Shaq was walking out. I'm like, oh my God. And so I went in there. I'm like, this still has got to be easy, you know? And they put what he they put him, uh, one of his trainers next to me. And I literally, it was like a, a 45 or 50 minute class. I stopped like every five seconds to say, oh, and like, am I doing this right? Just so I can get my breath. Like I was so exhausted and I was making up every, any question I could to take a break um, from this workout because I was dying. Uh, I probably shouldn't have run six, six miles before, um, before I did it. But after going to lunch with him too, and just, you know, chatting with him, I thought, you know, I'm sorry if you hear dogs barking, those are my four dogs downstairs. I apologize if you hear them. Um, but, um, you know, I, I decided that I wanted to do it. And, um, you know, sometimes you make good deals. Sometimes you don't make good deals. Um, I really enjoyed shooting it. It became an overnight success. I had been in three Olympics at that point and no one knew who I was as an Olympian. They all knew me as the Thai bow girl. The only disadvantage that I had is I didn't do a back end deal. And, um, I did an upfront deal and the thing took off and I really had wished I had done a back-end deal because I would have been really rich right now. <laughs> so, um, you know, you learn from your mistakes, but it was, you know, exposure is great. And even though I didn't get the money that, um, you know, I probably could have, I got a ton of exposure for it. And that led to other uh, jobs. Let, let's talk about women entrepreneurs. And uh, uh, I've been on the goal, as many of you know, to get there to be more Fortune 500 women CEOs. But we know there are not enough successful women, and it's usually because they're not given the opportunity. They're not given the roles. Now that's opening up a little, which is good. Right. I want to know what advice you have, because not many people were an Olympian before they're trying to do something. And there are so many people with great (laughs) ideas. You've been spokesperson for over a hundred top companies. (laughs) What, what advice do you have to women on succeeding in business, be it on the corporate side, on the entrepreneurial side. And if they don't have that background of being an Olympian, but maybe they're an Olympian at heart. Look, you know, 
being a Olympian at heart is great. Um, being an, uh, you know, an athlete, there are definitely doors that open, um, having a connection, your father's does something like doors open, but not everyone has, you know, is lucky enough to have those opportunities. And, um, you know, it's really about instead of stuff being handed to you, it's about the hard work you put in. Yeah, and, and Robert, if, if, if I had to draw a line, you know, of, is there any connection with, between all the people that you interview as, as CEOs and all the ones that we have that come to BAMPS? And, and it's, it's that there isn't any real work-life balance if you really want to succeed. You almost have to put in all the time and effort and then try to have some kind of work-life balance somewhere else. Is that, and I'm, I'm sure that that's what's happened to you, isn't it, Sarah? Well, yeah, you know, um, when I was younger and I had swim meets every weekend and I missed, you know, school dances and I met, you know, other stuff going on. But then again, like at 14, 15, I'm traveling to Europe and swimming in meets over there representing the United States. And, you know, there's sacrifices. When, when I talked earlier about hard work, dedication and sacrifices, there are sacrifices you have to make to be the best. You just have to prioritize what's important to you. And once you get to a certain point in your life, then you can, you know, add in some of the stuff. But I also think it's important, you know, to have a life too. Um, you know, you, you don't want to just be stuck in a rut of doing the same thing over and over and over again. You want to have outside influences and um, other things going on. I mean, that's a perfect example is, um, you know, when, when, I get parents who ask me, well, like when you started swimming, is that all you did? You didn't do anything else, right? You know, when the, these kind of crazy parents, you know, want their kids just to focus on one sport and that's it and not do anything else. But I would, I would say no, like I always had other things going on. Like I didn't want to like, except for Olympic year when I just concentrated on swimming, that was great. But, but I had, like, I played volleyball and I played basketball and I had other things going on. So I feel like it's important to focus on what you want, set goals, but also have a life too. The big question. You've yes. done so much on both sides of the spectrum. How do you look at life going forward? Uh, do you have a goal, a plan of anything you're trying to do? Or are you just moving forward and thinking of, Let's see what opens up next. You know what? I never look back and, and people tease me because I never talk about the Olympics. I never talk about like anything that I've done. I always look forward. I'm a forward thinker. I think about what I want. I do set goals. Um, you know, I, uh, I'm always trying to see, you know, what's next. I think it's hard for someone like me who, you know, my Olympics was back. My last Olympics was back in 2008. So I'm fur the further I get removed from being an Olympian, the less work you get. And so you have to work harder. So what is it on the horizon that you want to do next? What's a big, I, I, I actually, I, I want to continue giving speeches. Like that's really what, um, you know, my passion is and motivating people. That's really what I want to do is I want to continue being um, a motivational speaker. And there you have it. What a pleasure it is having you on Stadium to Boardroom. And thank everyone, you. Well, thank you. <laughs> everyone, listen to what you learned from Dara Torres. Number one, biggest secret of CEOs, tell stories. That's how CEOs buy. That's how they sell. That's how they convince. Other than the handwritten note as being the secret language of CEOs, tell stories. And the second is, I love the way you phrase this, Dara. 
follow up with stuff. Just keep going. Whatever you're doing, follow up with that stuff. Yep. And Robert, what I took away also was the fact you know you don't look back and you keep on setting new goals all the time as long as you're enjoying what you're doing. Because when you're enjoying what you're doing, you're really not working. Exactly. Thank exactly. you. <laughs> ben, out of over a thousand CEOs, he's one of the most successful people I know <laughs> in all five areas, and that's what he does. He's always looking forward. Wow, that's awesome. Stay well, young lady. You're doing Thank perfect. you. It's so nice to meet you, you guys. Thank you. Are you a business owner? Are you confused by the complexity of the tax laws? We can help. I'm Dan Pilla, and I've been helping business owners solve tax problems for over 40 years. My book, The Small Business Tax Guide, shows proven ways to avoid all the common business tax problems. Don't risk your business. Go to danpilla.com to order your copy. That's danpilla.com. Order now and get a free 15-minute call directly with me, a $99 value. Go to danpilla.com. That's danpilla.com. I am a non-attorney spokesperson representing a team of lawyers who help people that have been injured or wronged. If you've been involved in a serious car, truck, or motorcycle accident or injured at work, you have rights and you may be entitled to money for your suffering. Don't accept an offer you get from an insurance company until you talk to a lawyer. And we represent some of the best personal injury lawyers you can find. Tough lawyers that will fight to win your case. And they're so good they stake their reputation on it by only getting paid if you win. So if you've been in a serious car, truck, or motorcycle accident or hurt on the job, find out today for free what kind of compensation you may be entitled to. Call the legal helpline right now. 800-509-4492. 800-509-4492. That's 800-509-4492. G'day, I'm Jamel that works with Dr. Joel Wallach and the GCN team with Longevity at TeamG'day.com. By becoming an associate, you provide income for you and your family on your own hours while working from home. So contact me, Jamel, by filling in the contact box at TeamG'day.com and I will get back to you personally and provide all the support you need to get started and build your longevity business. TeamG'day.com. TeamG'day.com. If you're concerned about the power grid and want to generate your own supply of off-grid electricity, this will be the most important message you'll hear this year. Here's why. We now have a small number of solar generators back in stock. These emergency backup systems provide life-saving backup power when you need it most. And unlike gas generators, solar generators run quietly, emit no dangerous fumes, and produce an endless supply of free electricity from the sun. Whether it's wildfires, dangerous weather, power grid issues, or just getting off the grid, you'll never have to suffer through painful power outages again. Even better, all this week, radio listeners get over $700 in free off-the-grid bonuses too. Go to mysolarbackup.com to learn more and check availability. That's mysolarbackup.com. Look for the free report, Crisis Cooling, how to make absolutely sure your meat, milk, and medicines stay safe and cool in any power outage. Yours free at MySolarBackup.com. Eating, working, living pain-free. These are things many of us take for granted. 
But for many adults with disabilities who are elderly or have serious medical issues, dental care is simply unaffordable. Dental Lifeline Network is looking for dentists who can change this. DLN is asking dentists and their teams to volunteer to just see one of the many patients in need. You can literally change a life. When you volunteer with DLN's donated dental services program to C1, you treat a pre-qualified patient in your office at your convenience. We handle the details so you can focus on the care. Lack of dental care can lead to the inability to have life-saving surgery, eat or contribute to our community. If you are a dentist or know a dentist, please share this message. Will you see one? Visit willyouseeone.org to help change one life in your community today. I had no idea it would destroy my life. But before it happened, I had a successful business in Austin, Texas. Everyone laughed at me when I shut that business down, but I could not ignore the wake-up call. I was volunteering on a project to get locally grown food into a school. That project was a complete failure, and I discovered that there were few local farmers. There's only four days' worth of food in the grocery stores, and everything comes 1,500 miles via a just-in-time trucking system. I lost friends and family who told me I was crazy to worry about that, but I kept at it. I'm Marjorie Wildcraft. Those of us who know what's going on in the world know you need to become self-reliant before the dollar collapses. I've created a free webinar at GCNfood.com. I can show you, like I've shown hundreds of thousands of people, how to grow lots of food, even if you have no experience, you're older, or you're out of shape. Do it now, before the stores are boarded up and food is not available at any price. Go to GCNfood.com. GCNfood.com. Hello, America. I'm Robert Reese, and welcome to the CEO Show. We're here today with Lisa Ludolf Perlow. How are you, Lisa? I'm terrific, Robert. How are you? I'm, I'm great. Glad to be with you. And, and as you know, um, we've interviewed Lisa several times, and Lisa right now is the vice chairman of Royal Caribbean Group and was CEO of of celebrity cruises, ran 20,000 people. And there's so much to talk about, but what, I want to frame this a little. There are a lot of women listening in. And as you know, I've been a huge proponent that we need to have more women CEOs, entrepreneurs, absolutely, but Fortune 500 CEOs, absolutely. And you are going to hear a great story and you'll get nuggets that what could help you through your career, how you could manage in the most challenging times. Lisa, tell, tell me about who you are as a person and then go into a little bit of your history. Because let's start off with really your personal brand. Because that's sure. you love sure. that personal brand, right? It's- I do. I do. I, I think personal brands are so important. I spent a lot of years building my own personal brand. Um, I find that personal brands are critically important, not only for what you're doing, but maybe whatever you want to do next. Um, tell you a little bit about me. I, um, I have, I'm a girl from a small town in Massachusetts, Gloucester, Massachusetts, small fishing town, Italian and Portuguese mostly. And I'm not Italian or Portuguese. My dad wasn't a fisherman. I don't have any brothers that were fishermen, but our town, that's uh, what our town is known for. A couple of famous movies from my hometown. But 
What I do know is I grew up in an oceanside town and my parents always owned restaurants. And I find it very serendipitous that I ended up in a career in hospitality on the ocean in cruising, which when I was a kid, I never ever would have dreamed that. So um, yeah, I live in Florida now. I've been here since 1989. I've been married since 1990 with my husband over 40 years. Family means everything to me. And as you know, Robert, that we've talked about in the past, I started at the very bottom of our organization and worked my way all the way up to the top as CEO of Celebrity. It's so interesting that you talk about you're growing up with the restaurant because you have this book, Making Waves, fantastic book. Everyone definitely go to Amazon right now and get it. I loved it. All these personal stories. But it has this story about you as a little girl at the cash register. And what you say is, I was making change. Your mom had to give you the milk carton to stand on. And you say, to this day, that's still my purpose, my personal brand. I'm making change. I'm making change, which is why the book's named Making Waves. And Captain Kate you know, who's also very famous and in this book that you just referenced. Captain Kate is the one who said that once when I was talking about how I started. I was six years old at the time. My mom turned a milk crate upside down because I loved being in the restaurant. I loved working. Um, probably that's where I got my work ethic. And Captain Kate is the one who said you started making change when you were six years old and you're still making change now. And I thought that was a very, I didn't think of it, but she's such a quick wit. And uh, she's right. I continue to try to make change anywhere and everywhere I go. Yeah. And, and talking about Captain Kate, there you were. It's, it's March 2020. Yeah. Talk about challenges and how you face them. And you just had this spectacular meeting with her with all these women, the first woman captain in the world. You're also yeah. like the first woman CEO, really, I think. Yeah, that I yeah, yeah. In, the, in, our, in our company. But, but then... All of a sudden, imagine running cruise lines and we have the pandemic where everything's closed. Yeah. Talk about that day, what happened with, with Captain Kate and everyone, but what you learned from this lesson of facing tremendous adversity, not even to mention then your poor sister Dawn. It's deep, right? It's uh, There's a lot there. There's a lot there, Robert. Um, let me try to start at the beginning. So... Let's talk about the real, uh, the most exciting time of my entire career. And a, a souvenir of that most exciting time of my career is hanging behind me with this purple guitar. I was, um, as you know, making change uh, throughout my career. I was the first woman CEO, president and CEO of one of our brands in our company, uh, first woman in the C-suite. And I knew in 2014 when I was appointed to this role that I needed to bring other women along with me because our industry is woefully short of them. Uh, Only 2% of mariners in the world are women. Only 3% of mariners were uh, women at Celebrity. When I left, 33% of the mariners uh, on Celebrity ships were women, which is a huge accomplishment that was not only due to my efforts, but all of the great men that I worked with. Anyway, in March, uh, on March 8th, to be exact, 2020, Celebrity Edge set sail under the command of Captain Kate McHugh, the first and still only American woman to ever be uh, the captain of a mega cruise ship. And 100% of the bridge team were women. It was history-making. It was barrier-breaking. We were the only brand that could do that. And we are 
still the only brand that could do that. And in addition to that, every woman leader across the ship was a woman. And they all signed that guitar during that cruise. They were all so proud to be there and gave it to me as a gift. And I will never forget getting on the ship. It was on March 8th. And it was, that was a Sunday, I believe. And on Wednesday night, I was standing in the Grand Plaza. And we were celebrating the fact that this was um, this historic cruise during International Women's Day week. Uh, all the guests, probably half of the ship of guests were all around in the Grand Plaza looking down. Captain Kate was mixing martinis. Milana, our associate hotel director, was playing that purple guitar to Van Halen. And the crowd was wild. It was just the most beautiful time. Um, and I remember standing there thinking how much progress we had made as a brand, because we had this beautiful ship, Celebrity Edge, that had transformed our brand, transformed the industry, rave reviews, multi-awards. And then I'm with all these women leaders. We had made so much progress on gender equality. Our guests loved it. Our crew loved it. I loved it. And I remember thinking, if this like were the end of my uh, tenure as CEO of Celebrity, it was a mic drop moment. I could just walk away and be so proud of everything we had accomplished. And then I got off the ship um, on, I'm sorry, that was probably Tuesday night, got off the ship on Wednesday, was back in the office on Thursday, went home for the weekend on Friday, and we shut down that weekend for 15 months due to the pandemic. And it's pretty crazy to think that within probably 72 hours, you could go from the highest of highs to the lowest of lows. And uh, in your career. And that was devastating. I never in my wildest imagination thought that could ever happen. And um, as you know, we were out of business for 15 months. And there's a, certainly a lot to talk about how, about how you lead through that. But then uh, to your point, my sister was diagnosed with uh, stage four terminal cancer the very next month, April of 2020. Yeah, so those were two of the most devastating things in my life that happened within 30 days of each other. Yeah. It's incredible. And um, you have a saying, which is the best in people comes out in the worst of times. Yeah, and that's, um, you know, throughout your career, when you go through challenging times, you know that um, the best of people will come out during those times, and uh, sometimes the worst in people comes out. But for this particular situation, what was interesting is that as you, th I always, during COVID, during those 15 months and during the last year of my sister's life, I woke up every day looking for the silver lining because I have been described as a relentless optimist. And that's exactly what I am. It's a perfect definition. And so I tried to think about all of these terrible things that were happening in my life at the same time. And then were there any good things about that? So one of the good things about that was we were all home for a long time working, which my sister lived with me. And it was, I was able to spend the last year of her life with her. And I know a lot of families lost people during that time and couldn't even see their families. And so my, um, my blessing was that I was able to spend every single day with my sister during that time. And then I had to think about how to keep uh, 20,000 people inspired, motivated, hopeful, and confident that we were going to come back. So, um, yeah, so that was probably a time that I really had to dig deep for a lot of the things, uh, attributes that hopefully made me a great CEO to 
um, get through that time and get so many people through that time, whether it was my sister and my family or even the 20,000 people that I worked with at Celebrity. Okay, we're about to take a commercial break, but Lisa, if you could just say, just give one sentence of what is the secret to manage through intense crisis, which you had coming at you from every end. Uh, you have to find your motivation every day and your optimism and ensure that you inspire people every single day, even when you don't feel that way yourself. People are counting on you, and that's what you have to do. Hey, we're about to take a commercial break. When we come back, we're going to talk with with Lisa. One thing we want to know is advice to women, but you really never had a woman manage you, so I want to hear about men's roles as well. Back in a few. Hi, I'm Dr. Joel Wallach, the Dead Doctors Don't Lie guy, formerly Air Force Lieutenant Colonel, Air National Guard and Reservist. I'm looking for veterans, active duty military personnel to join the 90 for Life Crusade to save America. She needs your skills, courage, and loyalty more than ever. Contact GCNteam.com. Because of the financial and health care collapse, veterans are currently struggling finding jobs. Frustrated looking for a job? Change your tactics. Join the 90 for Life Crusade to save America. Start a health care business with FDI Longevity 90 for Life Crusade. Contact GCNteam.com immediately. We're looking for military specialists who can use a computer and communicate information and execute a battle plan. Join the admirals, Navy SEALs, Marines, pilots, Army officers, military police, sheriffs, police officers, firemen, and first responders already enrolled in the 90 for Life Crusade. Contact GCNteam.com now. FDI Longevity will help you apply your military skills to the task of saving America through health and financial programs. Contact GCNteam.com. Enlist in GCNteam.com and save America. February is Heart Month, and every year, Extendivite has a sale. This year is no different. Extendivite is regularly $69.95 plus shipping and handling for a two-month supply. In February, Extendivite is only $57.50 for a two-month supply plus shipping and handling. Extendivite is a combination of garlic, cayenne, hawthorn, bilberry, ginkgo biloba, valerian, and milk thistle. These ingredients work synergistically to improve your overall health. So don't delay. Join the Extendivite family today. To order, call 1-877-928-8822 or visit extendivite.com. That's X-T-E-N-D-O-V-I-T-E dot com. Extend your life with Extendivite. Do you know someone with a drug or alcohol problem? Get help now. Insurance may cover everything. Stop the drug and alcohol nightmare. Call 800-284-0523. Learn how through the Family Medical Leave Act, you can leave your job without losing your job. Locations everywhere. Get immediate help for drug and alcohol problems. Call now. 800-284-0523. 800-284-0523. Airlines have just reduced their prices even more. Book 30 days in advance and save big. Want the absolute lowest prices on your airline tickets? Then call the low-cost airlines travel hotline right now. For prices so low, we can't publish them anywhere. The only way to access our low rates and save up to 70% is to call. Save hundreds on your vacation tickets by calling right now. You can fly anywhere in the world and pay discount prices on your airline. 
airline tickets. Book a flight today to London, Paris, Madrid, or anywhere else you want to go. And pay a lot less guaranteed. Call the International Travel Department right now at low-cost airlines. 802-341-4535. Get 802-341-4535. 802-341-4535. 802-341-4535. 802-341-4535. G'day, I'm Jamel that works with Dr. Joel Wallach and the GCN team with Longevity at teamgaday.com. By becoming an associate, you provide income for you and your family on your own hours while working from home. So contact me, Jamel, by filling in the contact box at teamgaday.com and I will get back to you personally and provide all the support you need to get started and build your longevity business. Teamgaday.com. Teamgaday.com. Advertising is simple. It starts with someone who has a need. Mom! And then gets more specific. Mom, I want pizza. Then we add urgency. I want pizza tonight. Before you know it, your GCN advertising message is reaching millions of listeners. Listeners who are definitely in need. We want pizza! You see? Advertising on GCN is simple. Your message meets their need, and the result means new business for you. Tell us about your business. Then let our super creative department go to work to craft just the right message to feed those who have an urgent need. We want pizza tonight! GCN has the most affordable national radio advertising rates, period. And millions of people listen to GCN radio programs on over 1,000 AM and FM and XM stations and streaming audio live. Get started today with GCN, the Genesis Communications Network. Just shoot us an email, advertise at GCNlive.com. Robert Reese back on the CEO show. We interviewed the CEOs who reinvented the fabric of America. We're here today with Lisa Ludolf Perlow, and we're talking about how she is making waves. But so let's talk about this. You went, you worked for 39 years for a company. And yes. I remember when, when I first met you, I was on one ship, and I immediately, I think it was with Adam Goldstein, he introduced you, and he yeah. said, He is a superstar. You weren't yet a CEO, but uh, when I met you, I said, I could tell you were going to be a CEO. It was just something in you. So what advice? We we need to balance everything out so we get enough women CEO. We don't want people holding the hand behind the back and only only helping the economy and business with half the population. Right. What You never had a woman CEO. What advice do you have to women and what advice do you have to men? on building a better society? Well, to your point, I never had a woman who was a, uh, a boss of mine, and I never had a woman who was in a situation where decisions were being made uh, at who was going to get certain opportunities that I was selected for. It was always men, whether it was Adam or whether it was Dan Hanrahan, another great man that I uh, worked for who also moved me into different positions that I never thought I sh- I would ever be in, but he obviously saw something in me I didn't see in myself, which is another lesson uh, that I that I talk about in making waves is that you know you you need to dream big and you need to broaden your thinking and your aspirations so that you try different things that might get you to a place you never thought you would ever get to. And all of these men helped me do that. 
and and you said don't plan. Like don't you plan. Yeah. Planning. You said yeah. there's no such thing as balance in life. It's never going to happen. No, that's for sure. And then there's some people, you know, I find that there are the you know, careers are made up of two different types of people. Some who have a plan, they know exactly where they are. They know exactly where they're going. And some people like me who never had a plan. And when I finally did have a plan, all I ever wanted to be was the head of sales. And I never made it. I never made it to be the head of sales. So my plan went awry anyway. But what I found is when I didn't have a plan and when I had these advocates who were supporting me and helping me grow and develop in my career. And they were putting me into different roles that I didn't expect, but I left myself open to. I ended up learning and getting enough experience, knowledge. Um, it's so important to ascend into these roles. The more experience and the more things you know, the easier it is when you get into these jobs that are not easy. Being the CEO of a brand, it's like going from grade school to grad school. You know, you have to, and the more um, knowledge you have and the more experience you have, the better prepared you are for success. And then, of course, our chairman um, and CEO, Richard Fain, was the one who ultimately, with the blessing of the board, appointed me to president and CEO of Celebrity Cruises. So in every single case... Uh, throughout my career, especially when I really started ascending and going into higher positions, I had male allies and advocates that were helping me do that. And I'm often asked by men about more gender balance in their companies. And one thing I know is you need to be intentional about it. You need to be disciplined about it. You need to be purposeful about it. And you can't just talk about it. You have to do it. And so that's why when I became president and CEO of Celebrity, I wanted to make sure that I focused on the advancement of women in an industry that had so few of them. You mentioned the word purpose. So right now we're at the phase where um, all companies are saying we understand to integrate purpose and profit. And probably this is the fourth phase. The first was 1920s. Um, GM, Alfred Sloan codified the concept of a corporation, 1950s, Drucker codified management in the 1980s, the third phase, Japanese brought in team and brought in quality. And then the fourth phase was the integration of purpose and profit. But here's the question. What is the fifth phase going to be? You're about purpose. What is going to be after purpose and profit? You're a visionary, right? Even though you don't plan, you don't plan. You're totally. I don't visionary. plan. <laughs> I don't plan. But you know, we're in kind of a funky time right now, right? Where the whole purpose and profit, it's, you know, it's, um, it, it does, uh, have a tendency to come under attack by some. But I think, uh, you know, again, being the relentless optimist that I am, I think that it's going to be, I think it's going to be more organic in the future than, um, than a rallying cry. You know, I, I, I hear a lot about it. A lot of people want to talk about it. But what I also see is a disconnect between what people say and what people do. And I think that that is going to change, especially as younger people come into companies, come into different roles. It's just going to be part of the fabric of how we think about doing business and doing it the best way that we can and being as successful as we can and you know, I think what you're going to find is that all of that research that suggests that it's true is going to start manifesting itself in just the way that business is done. And I always feel the best way 
to know you've made progress is when you can stop talking about it. You know, it's like it's when gender equality, right? It's like it'll be nice when we can stop talking about gender equality because we actually have gender equality. And that 50% of the population is represented, whether it's in government or business, um, because it should be to get a more balanced view of everything, business and the world. And so I, you know, I always say it'll be so wonderful when we're not celebrating International Women's Day because we don't have to. We don't have to shine the light on it. And it will also be really nice when you don't have to shine the light on purpose and profit because it's just all part of the equation. And there you have it. Lisa, what a pleasure it is having you again on The CEO Show. It's always a pleasure to be talking to you, Robert Reese. Uh, my, thank you so much for having me again. Yeah. And, you know, everyone, I'm, I'm telling you, and I, you know, I don't do book reviews, but get Making Waves, whoever you are, because it just teaches you about all these challenges of leading with heart, really. That's what it's yeah. about. Yeah, no, there was a lot of that in the book for sure. Thank you so much, Robert. I truly appreciate it, my friend. If you are trying to quit drinking or doing too many drugs, listen to me. You don't know me and we'll never meet. I had a problem like you once. I drank and used to party a little too much till it got out of control and almost ruined my life. I realized I needed help to fix my problem before it totally destroyed me. If you've tried to fix your drinking and drug problem and you know you can't do it alone, you need to call the National Treatment Advisors. They'll immerse you into a 30-day program to replace your old habits with new habits and totally change your life. And if you have PPO, private health insurance, the entire program may be covered. Fix your problem right now before it gets any worse. Get clean. Call now and learn more. 800-296-0906-800-296-0906-800-296-0906. What if you could cut your heating bills this winter with your existing wood-burning fireplace and not spend thousands doing it? You can with Great Wall of Fire Fireplace Grates. Our U.S. patented, made in America Wall of Fire Grates increase fireplace efficiency, eliminate fireplace smoke problems, and come with a 30-day money-back guarantee. See our grates in action and get free shipping from walloffire.com or call 800-274-7364. Fireplace heat without fireplace smoke. walloffire.com. 